Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. God will, you know, <laughs> somebody told me a long time ago, saying God don't call the qualified, he qualifies the call. I, I, I changed it a little bit. He doesn't call the qualified, he calls the obediently available, and then he qualifies it. <laughs> and I was just obediently available, man. I was silly enough to jump out of the Navy at 10 and a half years and take and take this financial business, you know, and, and run with it and haven't done as well as I would have liked to done, but I'm heck I'm a heck of a lot further along than I was. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. John When I call your telephone and I leave a message, I hear this. Hey, have a great day but that's up to you. Okay, great. Hey, we're here with John Epting. How are you doing tonight, John? I'm great, man. Good stuff, good stuff. Follow along with me. I want you to imagine that you're walking back into Green Run High School. And as we open okay. the doors to the media center, you see the same group of young men with a few adults. I ask you, John, to share with them how they can have better direction in their lives. You have 15 minutes. Go, 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 go. Wow. Okay. Well, great. I appreciate you asking me to do that. First, we have to start with where I came from. I was blessed to be born into a family. I was birthed by a young 19-year-old lady uh, 47 years ago. She got pregnant with me in college uh, when she met my dad in college. And they went on to be married. And so I, I was birthed out of wedlock, but then they were married. And then they've had... Um, I'm actually the oldest of nine children, mm. and 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 that's and those are the ones that survived. My mom did have a couple of miscarriages and, and stillbirths, so it probably would be twelve of us all together. Uh, but I was raised on the south side of Chicago, and then we moved to North Platte, Nebraska. So south suburbs of Chicago, and then moved to North Platte, Nebraska. And um, so I had a I had a pretty good upbringing. Uh, mom and dad together uh, most of my life. They they're no longer together now, but um, I had some good direction. But I also had some some things that that helped me just kind of nuggets. You know how your parents will say things to you, and at the time you had no clue what the heck they were talking about. <laughs> right. And then fast forward 10 years, 15 years later, that thing comes back to your remembrance. And it's kind of funny. Um, I, I, when I speak, I talk about scripture all the time. It's my favorite book. So in scripture, it talks about how the Holy Spirit will bring things back to your remembrance. And one of the things I've learned in that is it has to be there before it, for it to come back to your remembrance. So certain things, it just has to be put out in the air right. for it to come back to you later. Uh, so I was I was raised in this household where, you know, uh, had taken pride in your your uh, in your last name. And although I'm a I'm a, uh, I'm a black guy, you know, my, 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 dad, my dad grew up in Isola, Mississippi. My mom is from Tennessee. So they grew up in, in the south and if you will, in some uh, interesting circumstances, but they never allowed me to use my skin color as an excuse or, you know, I, I was raised to see my skin color as a, as a, as a, as a, a benefit, if you will, instead of a detriment. 
Right. So, you know, I always, you know, it, that's my that's my edge that I'm a black guy instead of uh, it being something a, a negative thing. So in in getting some direction, a lot of my direction came from being raised by this by Dorothy and John Epstein. Uh, I'm John Jr. So I'm named after my father. So Dorothy and John. And they, they just had some rules in place and they kind of gave us some direction. And they weren't perfect by no means. No parent is. But I, I, and, and you know, when you're growing up, you don't understand what they're doing. But now as an adult, I, I see the stuff that they did great for us. They, they kept right. us out of trouble growing up on the south side of Chicago and, and then moving us to North Platte, Nebraska. I'm sure that was a big decision. Uh, for them to move us from from Chicago to North Platte, Nebraska. I mean, we were one of three black families in the whole town. It was a culture shock. In my own personal opinion, I don't know what my brothers and sisters would say, but I would say that's one of the best things that happened to our family that got us out of where we were and into a place like North Platte. My mom still lives there. Three of my brothers and sisters still live there. Uh, We got some direction in that way. But then I joined the United States Navy. I spent 10 and a half years in the Navy and I got some direction there. And one of the things I've learned is the key to success is consistency. You have to have some consistent things in your life in order for you to be successful. You You don't lose weight um, by being inconsistent in your diet or inconsistent in your workout program. You don't become successful uh, financially by being inconsistent in how you take care of your finances and how you pay your bills and getting out of debt and stuff like that. You, you just don't become successful. And so direction is super important, but you have to have great mentors to get that direction. We don't just come out of the womb and having, having direction. Matter of fact, sometimes you can have good direction, listen to this, you can have good direction, but may, may not be successful direction. Ooh. I had great direction. My, my parents did. Your parents can only teach you what they know. So if I need to, if I wanted to go to another level past them, I had to get out of them. I had to get past from where they are, past their mindset and thinking. Um, as you know, I work in the financial world, and one of the things I've learned in finance is the number, the only reason, the only difference between rich people and poor people is the way they think. We all say uh, rich, the rich get richer and the poor get poor. The only difference between the two groups is the way they think. So it's not your pocket. It's not your bank account. It actually starts here. Because, uh, matter of fact, let's let's stay on that for a second. If you change your thinking, it changes your habits. Mm. And, the, and the change of those habits changes the results you get. It's very simple. I don't care what I'm talking about. Money, math, math. math uh, uh, marriage. I had I had an unsuccessful marriage, and now I have one of the greatest marriages on the planet. Not because we're both perfect. I promise you, we're two flawed people. <laughs> but I married a rock star, though. I mean, if you meet my wife, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I'm a closer. Um, I, I God likes me the best. I'm his favorite child. Um, he likes the rest of you too. But he loves some. He loves me something terrible because I married a freaking rock star. I knocked it way out of the park. Like we're, we're still waiting for that ball to fall, right? So I married somebody great. But then we've been through some challenges too. We've lost two children. We've lost a home. We've lost a car, right? So all of these things have it didn't happen to me. They happened for me. But in getting some direction, you have to find good direction. You got to find mentors, and you got to have a mentor that's doing better than you. Don't never take advice from people doing worse than you. Mm. 
So examine that, right? If so, I can't take marriage advice from somebody who, uh, some guy whose wife seems like she's always mad. <laughs> that, that doesn't make sense, right? You don't take, you don't take, uh, you know, uh, fitness advice or, or, or health and fitness advice from a guy who's 100 pounds overweight. You just don't do it, right? You shouldn't sit at the foot of a, a you know, a, somebody bankrupt and ask them for laws on finance. They don't work. So. You can have direction. I said all of that to say you can have direction and still not have successful direction. Wow. And I want to take it a, a step further. Um, I, everybody talks about success. I, first of all, I think people need to, you know, if I was talking to these young men, I would tell you, look, what is your definition of success first? That's such a broad thing, success. What does that mean? You know, at first I used to think success was a certain amount of income. And now I realize your, your amount of income is really minute. It doesn't really matter. Because I've seen people who make 50, 60,000 a year and they're multimillionaires. I've seen people who make three, 400,000 live paycheck to paycheck. So it's not about what you make, it's about what you do with what you make. Right. So, you know, you got to find your define your level, your 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 definition of success, if you will. I, I narrow mine down. I want to be real simple with it. Right. Um, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a I think I'm a great husband um, because I'm intentional, not not because I'm perfect. I, I promise you first three years of this marriage. I'm not even talking about the one that failed before first three years of this marriage that I'm in now. We're going on 18 married, 19 together. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. I plan, plan on doing it for another 68 or so years. The, the first three years of this marriage was hell because I came into this marriage with some baggage from that last one. Mm. And I was holding my new wife accountable for stuff she didn't do. Mm. So I had to be healed myself. Um, but I had to find good mentors to, to help me through those things. Right? So my definition of success is I'm a faithful husband. I'm an attentive father. I can't tell you how long it took me to be able to say I'm a good dad out loud because I had a failed marriage and I have a 25-year-old daughter who we don't have the greatest of relationships. And I take responsibility for that. Uh, matter of fact, since we're talking about direction, one of the things you have to do in your life is you got to take full responsibility for everything that goes wrong in your life. Give God credit for everything that goes great and you take responsibility for all the crap that happens. <laughs> Pretty simple. Because if you take control of it, if you take responsibility, now you have an opportunity to change it. So I have this uh, relationship with my daughter. You know, I spent a lot of her first few years on the planet gone, uh, serving in the United States Navy and just was gone a lot. Um, and, and then probably wasn't that attentive when I was here. You know, very young man um, and, and did that in my 20s and, and we divorced about when I was 28, 29 years old and then married my new wife. But now the daughters I have now, you know, I have an adopted, uh, we would say spiritually adopted 23-year-old, 24-year-old daughter in California. She lives in San Diego now, a uh, Filipino named Joanna. I have my 14-year-old uh, who we homeschooled, Jesse, who's just this incredible creature, man. She's a this great photographer. Yesterday was Easter. She's taking great pictures of us downtown Norfolk. And it's just, she she's, wow, she's just, um, I'm humbled to get to be her dad. Like, I don't, I, I don't understand God and how he, <laughs> like, what was he thinking, giving us the responsibility of raising this 
incredible little creature. And I don't say it just because it's my kid, but she's she's an interesting kid. She's an interesting kid. She's gotten to grow up in the, in the business world and stuff. So I, it, I guess it makes her her brain move a little different. She started her first business when she was seven years old. But her and I have a great relationship. It's not. It's still not as even good as I would like it to be. Right. We have a great relationship. It's just you know she she'll talk to me about anything. Um, she'll. She, you know, her and I, we have this this relationship where we love, we both love coffee. Yes, at fourteen, I have my daughter addicted to coffee, so so we know all the. You know, I'm sure some people are gonna judge me from this one, but um, so so we know all the crazy, awesome coffee spots in the area. You know, Three Ships is one of her favorite, and we were down at Cure yesterday, and it's just something we do, right. That, that's not how it started, but that's what makes me successful. Mm. I, I'm past being successful now. Right? Successful, that's great. That's fun. It's, it's cool to make some money. It's cool to, to have a family where, where we kind of get to do what we want to do. I want to be significant. I want to make an impact. Matter of fact, the reason um, I'm, I'm doing this with you, your Seiko, you know, great friend of mine, we've known each other for. Jeez, how long has it been now? Ten years? Yeah, yeah, easy. Right? Easy. If not, you know, if not more, ten years. Uh, I want to be significant. I want to know my life mattered. I want to know that I, because I walked the planet, somebody else's life was better. Um, and that's why I'm constantly pouring into this guy. I'm constantly trying to get better. I have a, I have a bit of a temper, and God's working on me with that. And, you know, I'm not politically correct. I'll say some stuff that, you know, just because it's true. You right. know, I, I, I try to clean it up, but the truth is the truth. And, you know, the cool thing about the truth, you don't have to remember it because it don't change. Mm. You know, when people are lying to you all the time, you, you got to figure out what they said last time. Nope, the truth don't change. And, you know, and sometimes you, I notice people only get offended when something is, is true about them. Right. right. Yeah. You're, you're offended because you ain't doing that or right? you're not walking that way. And you know you're supposed to. So we can defend it. Um, and I, I just try to have some thick skin, but also some loving skin. I, I say the truth to people because I love them. The reason I would say uh, the truth to these young men is going to hit the world. And no matter what their skin color is or whatever, it's just tougher in the world for men. It's a bunch of people who, in the political world who will disagree with me. But I believe all of the weight is on us because we're, it's our jobs to lead. So if you lead horribly, you're 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 persecuted. If you lead greatly, you're persecuted. As a man, uh, if, if you're lazy, you're persecuted. So we can't win anyway. So we might as well lead strong. Mm. <laughs> and, right. and just take take things by storm and just do it the way we're supposed to. That's what guys are supposed to do. You know, I actually had. Um, I don't know how much time we got, but I, I'm gonna end with this. Um, it's, it's just some some key things I believe that you need to have in life to to win and to and to live a. a I'm not gonna say you're gonna become the wealthiest guy or any of those types of things. I don't I don't believe that. I don't. I believe God wants to get wealth to you, but first He has to know you can, He can get it through you. Mm. And if you and if you never learn, I, like I was horrible with money. It's funny today, Seiko. I get to let, let me just think about what I get to do for a living and what I get to do outside of what I do in my business. I help people with finance. I've helped hundreds and maybe even thousands of people become debt free, save solid for their financial future and their retirement. Kids have gone to college for accounts that I 
put in place and manage. Um, pretty humbling thing for for a guy who totally squandered money in the past. For a guy who totally messed it up, who who literally had a home foreclosed on, who literally had a car repo. God was, you know, <laughs> somebody told me a long time ago, say God don't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. I, I, I changed it a little bit. He doesn't call the qualified. He calls the obediently available, and then he qualifies. <laughs> and I was just obediently available, man. I was silly enough to jump out of the Navy in ten and a half years and take and take this financial business, you know, and, and run with it. And haven't done as well as I would have liked to done, but I'm heck, I'm a heck of a lot further along than I was. Mm-hmm. But I. I was a guy who's jacked up in the area and now I'm one of the top in the That's that's weird. That's not supposed to work. That's not how that how the whole system's supposed to work. But it does. Yeah. I had a failed marriage. Uh it didn't work out. You know, I, I probably, you know, I've I've joked before. I say, hey, maybe I've stayed in that marriage even too long because I'm I'm not a quitter. I just don't like to give up on <laughs> stuff, man. I, I um I and plus, I knew I wasn't giving it my all, hmm. right? I knew I, it was more in this guy, right? But it, it failed. And never thought I would get married again. Yeah, you know, when, you, when you're young and dumb, you say stupid stuff. I am never getting married. That's never. Right? So glad God won that. Uh, <laughs> he, he dropped this young girl who's 10 years younger than me, but he dropped her uh, in, my, in my lap. And at a time where I didn't want to even hear it, and I got engulfed. Mm. And then we create this. So here's a guy who had a failed marriage. Now I have a pretty good marriage, probably one of the best, uh, because we're intentional and we communicate and we're constantly getting better. But also my wife and I get the opportunity to, to, to feed and, and, and feed and, and, and speak into other people's marriage and grow their relationships and and you know if, if we're lucky we can grab them even before they're married and just give them some tools and give them some things to help them understand some things give them some direction if you will so that they can move in the in the in the appropriate light because I, I believe marriage is supposed to be for life it's not a contract it's a covenant mm. uh, it's death do us part you know Yabby and I joke about that all the time it it somebody if we party somebody dead. <laughs> we don't even care who, but somebody did. Right? We're no longer uh, together. So one of us are dead, right? So that's now a guy who was messed up in money helps people with money. A guy who was messed up in a marriage now helps people in marriage. It's just funny how the world works. But to give some direction to these young men, um, you got to find something you're passionate about. You got to find your passion. Here's a bad thing. You don't know what you're passionate about till you get till you try some things. Mm. So try some stuff. Get out there. See what stuff you never even thought would be you. You never. I never thought finance. I didn't own a suit. I never thought finance would be for me. Never thought this type of stuff. Always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Always knew I wanted to own my own. Um, I don't mind winning. I don't mind losing. I just want it to be my fault. If I lose in life, I don't want it to be because some boss didn't like me or I didn't fit the quota or you know, I'm not part of that that good old boys network or their clique. Nope. I want it to be all on me. Right? So I, I knew you can only do that in the entrepreneurial world. 
So I wanted control. Um, but you got to find something you're passionate about. I don't know what that would be. And oh yeah, sometimes your vocation may not be the your call. I, I just, I'm just lucky. My business is actually part of my call. Pretty fun. That's awesome, right? But sometimes you you just have a, a job or a business that go fund your call. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. But figure out what you're passionate about. All right, John. Okay. The uh, principal just told us we have three more minutes with these young men. Okay, cool. Look, also. Figure out what you stand for. In a world, in our world today, most people don't stand for anything. So they fall for anything. You gotta stand for something. Um, mine just happens to be my faith. I I I equate everything to my faith. Uh, I I I make every decision based off of the word of God. Um, I have a real I don't have religion, I have a relationship. Um, I grew up in church. And my mom was searching a little bit, too, because we moved to North Platte, Nebraska, and we were in a Mormon church for a while. Mm. We were we were all over the place a little bit, right? So, um, and nothing wrong with that, right? Until I found my, my faith, right? I, I figured out who Christ was, right? I figured out, I drew a line in the sand at the age of 29, and I figured out who he was. Actually, the reason I had a failed marriage is because that was me out doing what I wanted to do. Instead of me following what Christ wanted me to do. Mm. The wife I have now, he created her for me. Like, it, it's so funny. Even though she's a foot shorter than me, she's 5'3", I'm 6'3", right? I can tell he created her for me. And I, I just figured out, I had, to, I had to figure out what I stood for. I drew a line in the sand in October of 2001. And I haven't crossed it. I'm not going to cross it. That's just what it is. So that that builds my that helps me in my character. And so integrity is super important to me. I was just telling some some men at a men's conference. My integrity is more important. And I'm going to a men's retreat this weekend. My integrity is more important than my love for my wife. And I love that girl. I love that woman something crazy. I love Jesse something crazy. But I don't love him more than my integrity. I won't I won't sacrifice that. Um, because when especially when you're in a leadership position your integrity if, if when you're by yourself and you, and you you lack integrity you only affect you but when you're in leadership and you if your integrity shot you affect hundreds thousands so that's super important to me I actually heard a guy and I'm gonna end with this I actually heard a guy he said hey you got to figure out what would you tell your children you're in your deathbed you have 30 seconds left to live what would you tell your children in that 30 seconds for them to live a successful, happy, fulfilled life. So I figured out what it was, right? And I actually probably stole some of this from that guy too. It's three things I would tell him. So I got 30 seconds left. You ready right. time? Right. Go. One, be a disciple of Christ without compromise. Two, marry the right person. Mm. Three, Get in control and stay in control. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. John Epting. <laughs> Thank you, man. I just hope I gave some some insight and help to somebody. Well, I want to end. I want to end with your significant. Wow. I want to end with your tagline. When I call your telephone and I leave a message, I hear this. 
hey, have a great day. But that's up to you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. John Epting. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. Pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers!